The Blunt Post with Vic. Good morning, happy Monday, and welcome to The Blunt Post with Vic. I am your host, Vic Jaramie, the editor and publisher of The Blunt Post. The Blunt Post with Vic is a program that covers national, regional, and local headline news, offers analysis and commentary, and I interview members of Congress, local elected officials, and other high-profile public figures. Here in the studio with my producer, Ricky Herrera. Good morning, Ricky. Yo, good morning. It's officially, well, it's been spring, but I don't know why May always just seems like the ideal spring month to me yeah it, may first sh- shout out to my uh my grandmother who passed away today's her birthday rest in peace uh so we've got uh we've got uh, lots to talk about you know let's talk about uh, president biden announcing his re-election in 2024 for another four years uh what do you think about that so i think joe biden last tuesday announcing his uh, re-election bid, I think it's a really big deal. There's, uh, I think, a lot of elements in play. Uh, there is the the Donald Trump element, a potential rematch. It looks like despite everything he's going through at the moment, he will still be running for president again. There's been a lot of talk around Joe Biden's age, uh, which I think is kind of been blown out of proportion. Uh, Joe Biden's low approval rating that's kind of been circulating in the media uh, i'd say the past year even media outlets that tend to lean left are reporting on these kind of issues just an, an interesting time for the democratic party going forward yeah interesting is one word for it um for me it's a lot of mixed feelings um there are things that I'm very disappointed with uh, in regards to uh, President Biden's administration. And then there are things that uh, I'm very you know, glad that uh, he's taken on and he's been uh, able to accomplish. So, But I think a lot of this is going to come down to the economy next year. Um, Americans tend to forget uh, a lot of things in years past. Every indicator tells us that uh, you know, we're either are going to go through a recession or we're already started or somehow the economy is going to go down. So then all of that will affect greatly. If the economy keeps up the way it has for years and it's just as strong next year, I think President Biden will have a a much better chance. Trump, I don't know. I mean, I just can't believe, well, I can believe it, but I don't understand why, uh, you know, he's even considered a candidate by anyone but then again that too i know because he's you know their special interests that he uh placates and uh they want him in power as a puppet so we'll see joe biden got combination of him getting dealt a bad hand and there's been a lot of things on his plate and I feel like he really hasn't been able to put a lot of energy into specific issues. His energy is kind of being spread out. It feels like the economy hasn't been addressed, for instance. So we'll we'll see. The economy, for the most part, um, our economy is uh, really is not as affected by uh, any one president. It's cyclical. A lot of the influencers of our economy are very completely independent from the White House. But I, I understand what you're saying. And yes, President Biden has um, 
inherited a lot of problems, but a, a lot of presidents do. You know, I think President Obama probably inherited <laughs> the most after the disaster that was the Bush administration. The economy has been doing well for, again, the top 1%, maybe 5%. We still have an abysmal federal minimum wage. Uh, we don't have a living wage in any states. I remember an article from Huffington Post that said, if you make minimum wage in any state, you cannot rent a one-bedroom apartment. So we've had great economy, but for whom? We've had great economy if you are you know, in the upper middle class and up and higher, and you have you know, money in stocks and this and that. But the average American uh, has continued to suffer. An average American still is insecure about their, you know, their, their financial security, their healthcare, uh, retirement, if they're at that age, et cetera. So uh, it's been sort of, it just keeps uh, going and going and uh, the band plays on no matter who's president. This disintegration of the middle class, the divide between uh, the super wealthy and the rest of the population uh, just keeps getting wider and wider. So, uh, but let's move on. Let's talk about local a little bit, something a little bit more exciting, which is that a longtime civil servant and uh, community organizer, labor organizer, and California State Commissioner, Sam Kabushian, uh, today formally announced his, uh, his campaign for LA City Council District 2, which is uh, actually the district that KPFK uh, is a part of. So that's really exciting. Uh, I, I know Sam personally, he's, a, he's an incredible person. He is definitely someone that's for the people, very progressive. So I'm, I'm just really excited about that. I think LA has a lot of momentum going and Sam is just a huge, huge uh, addition and will bring a lot of um, a wealth of experience and knowledge and, and really care for for the community and the district. So I'm I'm just uh, ecstatic about that and want to congratulate uh, Commissioner Sam Kabushian. Yeah, very cool. Congratulations, Sam. And for anyone interested in listening to uh, Sam Kabushian's interview with Vic, check out the KPFK archives. Vic had an interview with him a few months back, if I'm correct. Yeah. And uh, they really got into a lot of the, the minutiae of uh, what Sam does. It's uh, it's an interesting listen, so check it out on KPFK Archives. So let's go talk about um, the Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon firings. One high profile, well, Tucker Carlson being the most valuable in terms of viewership and money uh, anchor for Fox News. And of course, Don Lemon, uh, another very high profile reporter for CNN both got fired within about a week. You know, when you look at this, first was Don Lemon, and I thought, okay, I get, I get, I get it. CNN is trying to shed its uh, so-called liberal, liberal uh, reputation. Although I don't think that uh, media by design can be liberal because it's for profit. Um, I think it's uh, it's fantastical to think that CNN or MSNBC and such are liberal. But anyways, in 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 the sort of right circles, it's considered a liberal. And uh, it's been trying to sort of, sort of go into the center. And I thought, well, you know, Don Lemon's firing had a lot to do with that, of course, not to ignore his some of the things that he said uh, on air. And then, of course, Tucker Carlson's, it makes sense, although he was, you know, the highest rated host. But, you know, how do you not fire someone 
who that there are recordings of him that basically contradict what he reports on what Fox reports. I'm, of course, referring to the statements he made about President uh, Trump sort of uh, coming up or making up uh, excuses for losing the the election and trying to blame it on the machines and such, which, you know, led to this massive lawsuit that Fox uh, had to settle. And so, uh, you know, in both cases, what they have in common is is the networks trying to cover their butt, do reputation damage control uh, by firing these two journalists. I'm you know, definitely not a big fan of Tucker Carlson. Uh, he says some really sort of off the wall stuff, but um, but uh, you know it's neither of them are surprising. With Tucker Carlson, I was genuinely surprised, and I know it his firing coincided with the lawsuit. But in terms of Don Lemon, I think everyone was kind of waiting for that uh, domino to fall. He kind of became polarizing overnight. And I know it was a few months he was gaining traction in terms of uh, negativity, like just the off the wall things he was saying, particularly about Nikki Haley, women being in their prime, and his spats with his co-host for the morning show he was doing for CNN. I feel good that that these guys are off the air because I just don't think they were doing what we expect reporters to do. You know, we need to trust reporters. All right. Uh, we'll see how, uh, you know, CNN and, and Fox do. They, they tend to do well when election is coming up and uh, that's where we're going. So actually, Vic, before we get to your interview, I want to Take a second just to talk about a, a KPFK legend who passed away in late April, um, Roy of Hollywood, a true KPFK legend. Uh, he was uh, when, when, I, when I started at KPFK, he was um, so gracious to me and I was just a young, dumb dude out of out of college, uh, really just trying to figure out what radio was all about. And he always was just there for me and and I, I knew he was a legend the the second I met him. Uh, Roy started his career at KPFK in 1972 and started his show Something's Happening in 1977. As everyone listening who knew Roy, uh, he was he was a character uh, and someone who really someone who had a personality unlike anyone else. And uh, we're gonna miss you, Roy. Uh, KPFK is gonna miss you. And wherever you are, man, keep doing your thing. This is the Blunt Post with Vic on KPFK ninety point seven FM. I am your host, Vic Jaramie. Before I tell you about an event that uh, I'm a part of, I just briefly, you know want to talk about just film production you know we are we are in a studio town we are in the entertainment capital of the world los angeles and i wanted to interview mikhail dishuns because you know a lot of productions for last two decades have been sort of going overseas they've gone to canada and such and even for western european nations a lot of british productions uh have been shot like in like in um hungary and now the Armenia has emerged as a uh, sort of a haven for uh, productions wanting to do on location shoots uh, for various reasons. And uh, Mikhail Dishuns is not just a producer in Armenia, but he's really like a, a renaissance man, if you will, for uh, companies, studios, production companies that are 
planning to shoot there and they need someone that knows the A to Z of uh, what to do, how to do, uh, where uh, to apply for this and get that. So I thought it'd be a really cool perspective to see this emerging market for on-location shooting. So that's coming up next. Um, and then I also want to tell, tell you about a, a town hall that I'm moderating, which is um, called Stand Tall to Hate. It is regarding, a part of it is regarding the anti-Armenian racist flyers that showed up in Beverly Hills in January and then in Glendale in February uh, and just sort of rising anti-Armenian hate acts and Armenophobia. But also it's going to cover hate crimes in general for all types of minorities uh, and racism and defamation. There are uh, six uh, very distinguished panelists on, you know, on in this in this town hall, including the mayor of Glendale, the Glendale police chief. Uh, we have uh, the chief of staff of uh, L.A. County uh, DA's office. We have uh, Commissioner Sam Kabushian. We have Mayor West Hollywood, as well as uh, the executive director of the L.A. County Commission on Human Relations, because they're a partner with the Truth and Accountability League in this and uh, and and also their LA versus hate program. So that's a that's a really exciting town hall. It's open to the public, the but you have to RSVP through Eventbrite. You can simply go to Eventbrite and search for uh, Truth and Accountability League Town Hall. It's this Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Glendale Central Library, Thursday the 4th. So let's take a little break. And when we come back, we can listen to my interview with producer uh, Mikhail Dishuns. The Blunt Post with Vic. Mikhail Dishuns is a film and TV producer based in Armenia and a liaison for international studios and production companies that wish to film in the Republic of Armenia. He has produced countless entertainment projects. And as an expert, Mikhail has helped Hollywood and European companies shoot on location in Armenia. Good morning, Mikhail. Thank you for joining us on The Blunt Post with Vic this morning. How are you today? Hi, Vic. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, it's uh, uh, nice uh, to be host on, on your show. And uh, using the opportunity, uh, I wanted to congratulate you uh, once again on the success of Motherland. That, that was really huge. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's good to have you. You are sort of the guru of Armenia's film, television, production industry, sort of in the middle of it all, if you will, uh, the A to Z. So uh, I wanted to talk about, talk to you and uh, pick your brain as the expert on productions there, because, you know, so many different countries have emerged in uh, film production and such and, and U.S. and British uh, productions are sort of uh, going to these nations, uh, especially Eastern Europe. And Armenia, too, has emerged as uh, a nation that, that that attracts quite a lot of productions. So let's start with this. Uh, how would you describe the current state uh, of the film and TV industries in Armenia? Thank you, Vic. As you as you mentioned, uh, uh, the cinema is going uh, moving east in these days. So uh, it's a big opportunity for Armenian 
Armenia as well, because uh, as we all know, Armenia has a great history on cinematography. Uh, but uh, uh, in these days, I think uh, before giving an assessment, uh, it should be compared with international standards, uh, like the, uh, the how is the level of Armenian uh, cinematography or TV. Uh, uh, we need to compare that with the international cinematography. Uh, so in this case, I think uh, it's a bit uh, not good <laughs> because uh, we need to be like much more pro, uh, like whatever we're doing, it should be like uh, equal to international standards. Uh, so, but to say that in Armenia things are uh, uh, bad, it's not. Uh, it's not like that because uh, Armenian industry it's uh, growing. Even it's uh, uh, it's gone. It's like slowly or uh, whatever. Uh, but uh, we can see that in uh, last years uh, everything is uh, changing. Things are becoming better, and Armenia has a huge potential for cinematography. And uh, as a filmmaker uh, or as a uh, producer, if someone uh, will be in this country and they will be, uh, they they just uh, will uh, get introduced with Armenia, the things are quite uh, quite easy, uh, quite better in Armenia than if we will compare in some Eastern countries. Uh, like in the Balkans or I don't know, uh, near nearby, uh, it's a good destination for filmmakers. And uh, Armenia, uh, th this is this is the uh, good thing that I always wanted to say that Armenia has a huge potential. Like started from the locations and uh, everything, even the equipments in Armenia. And the other good thing is like the things are growing fast. Cinema is the kind of like sphera when when it's a, it's so easy to to if you will do something good today, tomorrow for sure you will get the result. This is the Blunt Post with Vic on KPFK ninety point seven FM. Uh, I'm your host Vic Jarami, and I'm interviewing Mikhail Dishuns, who is a, a producer, uh, a producer guru in Armenia. Uh, sort of in the middle and center of the entertainment industry there. And we are talking about uh, productions and on-site location filming uh, in Armenia. Having having filmed in uh, Armenia with you, I've seen the capacity, the sophistication, and the, especially with you, the way you um, really were able to do the A to Z of everything and handle it. So that's that's very important yeah. to people in the industry because they're on a tight schedule, they're on a budget, and everything has to get done quickly and efficiently. People are yes. looking for a liaison like yourself uh, that can that they can rely on 100%. So let's go to the next one. There's this uh, there's this thing going around here in LA that um, people are fatigued by superhero films, you know, comic films. Uh, the, the the type that's been making uh, a lot of money and you know many many films are made like that in the last 10 15 years i would say what do you think what are the trends that you see in the industry both in armenia and internationally uh when it comes to the type of stories that are uh, making to the screen and their production model and uh, how studios choose to film and where they choose to film 
Okay, so so you're quite right, but uh, uh, I, we we have uh, even experience to do the same kind of uh, movie in Armenia. There was a movie called Vishap. It's uh, also like uh, going in the same uh, same way as uh, like uh, Hollywood movies and all these commercial uh, things. Uh, so, but as an Armenian, I wanted to say this thing that I believe that the why the cinema is unique because it's uh, showing to everyone, like uh, to the to the whole world. Like, uh, so example, in this place, in this country, uh, they they have this culture, they have this story, and it's giving so many emotions to the to the people. Uh, so every country is a unique. If we are talking about Armenia, uh, Armenia have his uh, unique sites and. Uh, we can't deny, deny the war because uh, we had a war in Armenia and uh, of course there is uh, so many stories which can be like trended in these days and if we will uh, work on this like I mean so example Vic Gerami came to Armenia and he filmed his his uh, oven film uh, documentary film for sure uh, million percent it, it has his impulse on Armenian uh, industry, because the, so example, me and all the other guys who was working for, with you, uh, they, they was inside of that. And somehow it's, it make us, it, it's making us a better, it's uh, giving us new experience uh, because everyone, every director, every creator, they thinking in a different way and it's, uh, you always can learn. So I am thinking that uh, these stories that we have, uh, it's, uh, it's a uh, uh, huge potential to to make these uh, to bring these stories and to put on a cinema because all these stories are incredible you you are interviewing the people you are listening from them the some guys are telling this the other guys telling this story that story how they uh, they survive how they fight and this 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 uh, this is so emotional and for sure i believe that this is uh, th this can be interesting for everyone because all these uh, things that all these heroes, what they doing, this brave uh, character that they have, it's uh, it's actual for everyone in the world. Doesn't matter uh, for nationality. And it's um, like how uh, I, I used to watch the uh, Emil Kusturica movie about the, their own war. With this, uh, with these stories, they create their own industry i mean Absolutely. this can be even the start for now, us when it comes like to the same we saw for yeah. right Absolutely. And it's, it's a matter of uh, sensibility too. This is the blunt post with Vic on KPFK 90.7 FM. Uh, I'm your host, Vic Jarami, and I'm interviewing Mikhail Dishunz, who is a, a producer, uh, a producer guru in Armenia, uh, sort of in the middle and center of the entertainment industry there. And we are talking about uh, productions and on-site location filming uh, in Armenia. When it comes to um, scripted films, there's there's been an increase of international productions shooting in Armenia. Why do you think that is? Why do you think Armenia has emerged as the new frontier of, of filmmaking? I think it's quite normal. Because, uh, as I said, the cinema is now going moving the est, and because the things are uh, things are uh, so easy in Armenia, like it's not like the I don't know uh, 
big 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 country where even the the shifting from this location to other location is taking time this is the good signs that i i wanted to uh, say about armenia things are here really so fast like you can go to from this side to uh, other side in only in a, some uh, some hours and you can uh, manage your project so fast uh, things are here cheaper in armenia than if we look to the international the prices uh, it's uh, quite cheaper and what today the producers are looking for it's uh, the 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 main thing it's timing and it's a uh, budget if they can uh, manage their uh, project as fast as they can in a possible times like of course it's a uh, it's a uh, good for everyone and uh, i'm not even surprised i'm surprised that in the 21 center when the things are like this uh fast and you can like go and uh to be touched with everyone that you want uh the things are not not in that level as i would like or we would like uh to see because we have the potential we have uh, all the like nature armenia which is like so unique so unique and you can film here everything so it's uh it's normal yeah which is which is my next question because Having been to Armenia so many times, it's such a diverse, it's a small nation, but it's such a diverse nation. It has uh, highlands, mountains, uh, lakes, and forests, and uh, just countless historical sites that you can go to um, and film. You know, it's just, it's just incredible how diverse it is. Also, it has four seasons, which is really ideal and such. What do you think are some of the, the strengths? What are some of the big, like, the strengths uh, that make shooting an army uh, uh, desirable. I, I, I just wanted to say that uh, while you were uh, giving this question, I was smiling. So it's a uh, it's a kind of thing that uh, we all are proud. So we have everything: mountains, as you said, uh, lakes, lands. Uh, I don't know. This is like the modern is mixed with the old culture. And this is so unique, absolutely, uh, it's uh, perfect. So uh, you can do, you can find, if you if, if you have a story which is about the ancient things, like, I don't know, uh, you want to uh, film like, so all the things, uh, we have everything for you. If you want to film like modern things, we have everything for you. If you want to film lands, forest, I don't know, mountains, uh, snow, rain, we have everything. So yeah. it's a thing that yeah. we are proud. Yeah. So it's, yeah. we are happy for this. It's very diverse, absolutely. <laughs> You're also very diverse, your career. You, you wear many hats in the industry. You've done many different things from producing to being the, 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 the sort of like the manager engineer of an entire production to helping with locations, line producing, etc. What are some of the ways that you are involved with right now in in productions in your work? Okay, yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> it's uh, but uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you for 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 this. Uh, yeah, we did we did a lot, and uh, but it's it's still uh, I, I believe it's just the beginning uh, because uh, we are about to to grow to make like everyone to listen about Armenia. Uh, I believe that uh, because uh, we are, we are. If we will compare our potential, 
the things that we have in our industry with the others, I mean, the, with the USA, with the Europe, we are, uh, in this case, we are a bit back from them. Uh, but uh, how we can come to reach to them, it's uh, the, the only way is uh, to, to make them to be interested about Armenia. Uh, so to show them that you can find everything that you need in Armenia and you can film here whatever you want. And these investments that they are going to do in Armenia, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to make us also grow. So only I believe that this is the uh, only working way uh, to make our industry like uh, similar with them. Armenia gets to have the, you know, the influx of productions, which helps the economy. But at the same time, these production companies and studios are saving quite a lot of money by uh, filming in Armenia, uh, saving money on uh, expensive locations, lodging, food, uh, transportation, uh, and such. You are, you are, you are right. Absolutely, you are right. Because everything that they doing in, that that they will do Armenia, it's for uh, them also because it's uh, cheap, it's uh, professional, it's an organize organize. It's not like they are coming here and they are getting the cheap things and it's like has that same level. No, it's a it's a cheap only compared to what they have. Okay, it's cheap only with that. But what they're getting, it's a professional, it's organized, and uh, they are going to be happy with that. And in the same time, also it's going to uh, help Armenian industry to grow. Because I remember, like, uh, when the five, six years ago we start this job, we start to do all these things. Sometimes it was so hard to find the equipments, but now we have a lot of things, and it's because foreign industries like uh, from Bolivia, with Bollywood, with Europe, with uh, something that's always uh, on progress and always uh, we are we are working for. Excellent. Uh, this is The Blunt Post with Vic on KPFK 90.7 FM. Uh, I'm your host, Vic Jarami, and I'm interviewing Mikhail Dishunz, who is a, a producer, uh, a producer guru in Armenia, uh, sort of in the middle and center of the entertainment industry there. And we are talking about uh, productions and on-site location filming uh, in Armenia. We, we've covered, you know, what I what was going to be my next question. So I'll, I'll just ask you this. In terms of if someone were to contact you, as I know you, the sort of the producer guru that wears many hats, sort of a renaissance man, if you will, uh, for... Uh, for everything production, film, TV, video, etc., uh, what are some of the things that you offer in terms of assistance? What kind of people can call you and say, hey, I'm coming down to Armenia, I want to shoot like this film or this and things like, what are some of the services that you are capable of offering them? One spot. So you're coming to us. Uh, we are like, for us, it's uh, so important because the cinema, it's about like creation. Yeah, They should be like uh, on a piece for being uh, ready to create. And uh, mostly the people are coming from outside Armenia and they are not familiar with the things. Uh, so we are doing everything. Start from their visit to the airport till that they will go back and all the needed thing that they need on for their production, for their project. Uh, we are giving all these services to them. 
Yeah, and also we uh, <clears throat> in some cases uh, we are doing so producing as well. So basically, anyone who is intimidated is not sure. You can help them through A to Z, from airport to airport, everything in between, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Mikhail, is there a question that I should have asked you that I forgot to ask you? Is there something you'd like to add? Not, I think. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for this interview. We, oh, thank I you. It's we, my pleasure. We, yeah, we talk about everything. Yeah. Well, yes. also, you know, LA is obviously the, the, the epicenter of uh, entertainment. So people listening might want to get in touch with you. Is there an email or something you can share with them? Yeah, the, they uh, they can uh, be on touch with me, film.production60millimetergmail.com. Uh, okay, so that's my... so that was film.production16mm at gmail.com. Yeah, right. That was my interview with uh, Mikhail Dishuns, uh, whom I had the pleasure of working with uh, on my documentary feature film, Motherland. Uh, Mikhail is truly a, an incredible person. Basically, he's just changing the landscape of film and television in Armenia and helping a lot of uh, film and uh, television productions from the, the States and Europe to shoot on location there and save a lot of money. Mikhail, thank you very much for your time, uh, as always, and uh, thank you for the interview. This is The Blunt Post with Vic on KPFK 90.7 FM. I am your host, Vic Jaramie. I also want to tell you about a, a town hall that I'm moderating, which is um, called Stand Tall to Hate. It is regarding, a part of it is regarding the anti-Armenian racist flyers that showed up in Beverly Hills in January and then in Glendale in February, uh, and just sort of rising anti-Armenian hate acts and Armenophobia, but also it's going to cover hate crimes in general for all types of minorities uh, and racism and defamation. There are uh, six uh, very distinguished panelists on, you know, on in this in this town hall, including the mayor of Glendale, the Glendale police chief. Uh, we have uh, the chief of staff of uh, L.A. County uh, DA's office. We have uh, Commissioner Sam Kabushian. We have Mayor of West Hollywood, as well as uh, the executive director of the L.A. County Commission on Human Relations, because they're a partner with the Truth and Accountability League in this and uh, and and also their LA versus hate program. So that's a that's a really exciting town hall. It's open to the public, the, but you have to RSVP through Eventbrite. You can simply go to Eventbrite and search for uh, Truth and Accountability League Town Hall. It's this Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Glendale Central Library, Thursday the 4th. Before we go, I'd like to thank my producer, Ricky Herrera, without whom this show would not be possible, and KPFK, the station that brings you unfiltered and commercial-free news, opinion, and hopefully some inspiration. Thank you for joining me today on The Blunt Post with Vic. For more information, please visit thebluntpost.com. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Vic Jarami, at V-I-C-G-E-R-A-M-I. -E Thank you. The Blunt Post with Vic.